choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. One we are willing to postpone. And one we need to win. Here's a ground ball right side. Could do it. The What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Beyond the Diamond Podcast here on the Apollo Podcast Network. Ryan Lalima, Apollo Dez here with you. Follow us on Twitter at blima790, at Apollo Dez1, and of course at Apollo HOU. The Astros are coming off a split against the Los Angeles Dodgers, and then unfortunately they dropped three of four against the Minnesota Twins at home. However, it was a nice weekend at Minute Maid Park. It was Hall of Fame weekend where Several former studs from the Houston Astros were inducted into the club's Hall of Fame. You've got members of Lance Berkman, Cesar Cedeno, Roy Hoffines, Roy Oswalt, Billy Wagner, and Bob Watson as the 2020 class in a long-awaited ceremony that was postponed due to the coronavirus pandemic. On the baseball side of things, not a very good stretch here, Des. And of course, we always remember that the Houston Astros do not play well in August, and unfortunately, we're kind of seeing that here as of late. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think first off, we uh, we lost a great one, J.R. Richard, this past week as well. Um, a a behemoth of a man. I got to meet him in Victoria. He came down to to hang out with Terry Poole and, and all of us in the uh, in the clubhouse. And dude, the guy broke my hand every time I I gave him a handshake. He was so cool to hang out and just. He would always talk shit, always top shop with Terry, like they're back playing in their old days. Um, so that was really disheartening news we got earlier in the week. Uh, but going to the Hall of Fame weekend where, like you said, Bertman, Cedeno, Hoffines, Oleswalt, um, Wags, and, and Watson all being um, honored this week, uh, we didn't show up. We absolutely didn't, just didn't show up. And the Twins, who are not very good, gave it to us. And... Um, the August slump, everything that happens, yeah, it's baseball, but losing three or four is unacceptable. It's a piss-poor weekend. Yeah, not good. Not good at all, especially against uh, subpar teams. The Twins are not good this year. Um, they came in with a lot of hype. They played well last year, obviously, in a 60-game season. Uh, but this year, they're really not good, and the Astros really didn't play well at all. Um, Lance McCullers, I think he lasted four. I'm trying to pull up the, the stats right here in front of me. Um, my browser closed. Yeah, I believe it was yeah, four and two four thirds. Four and two thirds, right. Um, Zach Grinke, uh, a decent showing, but later on down uh, that game, it got out of hand. I mean, it's just, you know, I guess the 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 silver lining in all of this, um, the bullpen, the the new arms that came in, besides Monteros, who got hurt yesterday in, in Sunday's game, um, they, they've been pitching their ass off. So the trade deadline seems, you know, you know, that the Astros did well there and the, uh, the new arms that were acquired have been pitching well. Yimi Garcia's thrown well, obviously Graveman is absolutely disgusting. Um, yeah, uh, Maton got, got some innings yesterday, uh, pitched okay, but it's just, man, it sucks that, uh, as soon as August hits, you know, historically over the last three, four, five years. The Astros just don't play well. I know they're beat up a little bit. Bregman still hasn't come back. 
Uh, Arkady can't get back fast enough. Josh James is still not back. Uh, you've got Michael Brantley that got trucked by Andrew Alton Simmons uh, yesterday, and he had to come out as a precautionary measure, so you hope that he can come back. Yuli Gurriel went on a 10-day IL for uh, a stiff neck, so you can't wait to get him back. Uh, Jacob Wilson made his Astros debut, didn't play well, but you know, it's his first, first go around. So just all, all the way around, just an ugly weekend besides, uh, the hall of fame weekend. So, you know, it, it's baseball. Uh, they had a day off today. It's Monday, which I mean, my goodness, you, you can't wait for, uh, for a day off, especially with the way that this team has been playing. So they had the day off today. Uh, they pick up action again, uh, a two game midweek set against the Rockies, uh, at home. Uh, Tuesday, it's a 7-10 start time, and then Wednesday, it's a day game of one ten. Then they have another day off on Thursday uh, before they travel to Los Angeles and then to Kansas City. So, man, it, it's baseball. Every day is different. Every game is different. Every pitch, I mean, you can go on down the line. So, yeah, they didn't play well. Turn around, uh, flush it, and, and take on Colorado. So, Colorado's not very good, but the way the Astros have been playing this year against subpar teams, who knows? They might come in and smack us around. Yeah, I think I think this was definitely a uh, a punch to the gut for the Houston Astros and the locker room. I think we, they talked about it. Dusty was very upset. Lance was very upset um, after Sunday's games. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so I would like I like I like to see what they do, how they bounce back. Obviously, it looks like Bregman's gonna be activated. Um, we should see uh, Yuli Gurriel towards that back end because I think that. DL stint was uh, retroactive to when it first happened, and so and hopefully, like you said, Brantley is is just banged up a little bit. So I, I think these days off came came at a good good time. The one thing that doesn't really make me feel warm and fuzzy inside, I know we're big dusty guys here, but um, giving Altuve a day off before a day off just seems weird. Um, he's the MVP. He's a silver slugger. He's an all-star. He's everything. He's this, the heart and soul of the team. If he needed a day off, he needed a day off. But from the 30,000-foot view, giving him a day off in a series that you need a split because you you dicked around the first couple of games in the series, that um, it doesn't seem keen to do that with your MVP on the bench. And yeah, he came in in a situation where Wilson was coming up to bat, so we, you know, we, we got our guy in there in a big situation. But... Um, it's different when you're giving Jose Altuve three or four at bats a game compared to just one. Um, so that didn't really give me the warm fuzzies. That's something that I just I have to I have to bring up, even though we are Dusty guys. But uh, the bullpen looked good. The new the new revamp bullpen. Um, the Graveman. The uh, obviously I think Montero's maybe down for a while. That didn't look good with his injury yesterday. But um, the Cleveland kid Yimmy looked good. Uh, and Stanek looks like he's enjoying and breeding, um, loving the competition because his last few start, excuse me, his last few relief appearances have been pretty damn solid as well. And, you know, Presley's Presley. So um, with those three guys emerging in the back end of the bullpen, uh, that's huge. That's huge down the stretch because we're going to need to stack some wins because uh, the Oakland A's are knocking at the door and they're only two yeah. back right now. Yeah. And, and to hit on the Oakland A's, you know, Des, you and I have talked pretty much every month about this and we're guilty of it we say ah it's just a may series ah it's just a june series ah it's just a july series which is true in that in that time but we're in august september yeah. is going to be here before we know it out of the last nine games the astros have dropped six of them the th i believe we're 11 and 10 after the coming out of the all-star break yeah it's not they it's not uh it's right above 500 yeah it's 11 and 10 not great yeah 11 and 10 it's not great 
the sense of urgency has got to increase over the next several weeks. And you're in a soft part of the schedule. I mean, you look down the schedule, you've got Colorado, the Angels, the Royals, the Mariners, the Royals again, and then you end the month against the Rangers and the Mariners. You should take every series from here on out this month. Realistically, and you could even sweep some of those. You could sweep against Kansas City. You could sweep against the Arlington Rangers. They're not very good. The, The sense of urgency has got to increase. Going into September, you have got to increase the the sense of urgency and right now I just don't feel it. I don't feel it. And that's a, you know, it's a a weird call from the manager managerial standpoint. Obviously, not in the locker room, not in the clubhouse. We don't make those decisions, but yeah, when you have lost uh you know, when you're down a series, two games to one, going into game four, you need that split because overall record still matters in the AL. And the Astros are, if I'm not mistaken, they are one game back of the best record in the AL. I'd have to pull that up. I think the Rays are currently in first overall AL record. But that that matters. That matters. So you need a split. And you didn't play Jose Altuve. Now, it could very well, Jose Altuve could have gone to Dusty Baker and said, hey, I need a day off. I need two days off. You get the Sunday game off, and then you get the Monday off. Obviously, the team has it, but I don't know. It's just a little weird, man. And then there's yeah. And then you've got you know a couple people uh, have tweeted about it, have tweeted us specifically about Jake Myers. Jake Myers is the big name after the trade deadline. He was called up from AAA. He was destroying the baseball for the Sugarland Skeeters in AAA. They trade Miles Straw. Obviously, Miles Straw was a uh, Dusty Baker was a big Miles Straw fan, right? Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people called for Miles Straw to be benched a long time ago. I was one of them. Uh, Chaz McCormick wasn't getting a, a lot of at-bats. He wasn't getting a lot of starts. Um, when he was playing, he was making the most of it. Now you trade, James Click trades Miles Straw because Chaz McCormick was playing well. Uh, and then obviously Jake Myers was pushing their hand by hitting over 300 with an OBP or, or an OPS of close to 900 or whatever it was. And he hasn't started a game yet. That's kind of kind of odd. And and the the best thing about Chaz McCormick is he can hit the long ball. That's what Miles Straw couldn't do. Chaz McCormick has 11 bombs this year. I, I don't know what, the, what his at-bats are, but that's why you see more at-bats for Chaz McCormick as of late. But you have this kid in Jake Myers uh, who has, clear, has a clear upside to him. Why not give him a start? At least one, at least two. I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if there's something to make of it. I know Chandler Rome tweeted out some stuff um, that kind of alluded to uh, difference of opinions, I guess, between general manager and manager. I'm not trying to start any hoopla or anything like that, but it's something to note, right? Especially if one of the Astros beat writers is is tweeting about it. It's a little weird, isn't it? Yeah, I think uh, the to play devil's advocate on it, it it's... Jake Myers is now your fourth outfielder, so he kind of presumes in that in that Chaz that Chaz role. But even then, you would assume Chaz would be getting starts, and for a long time it was Jordan in left, Tucker in center, and Brantley in right. Uh, obviously, that was during the NL stretch. But um, now that we're back home, we should see more more Chaz. And like you said, that guy hunts fastballs. Yeah, we we've talked about him endlessly on here. We love he takes daddy hacks. He goes up there. He never gets cheated. 
And um, it's big time. It's big time having that in, in your lineup. And I think the front office clearly believes that they, they sold high on Miles Straw. They did, I don't know if they didn't think his bat was able to compete come October. Um, and that's why they sold high. And they think Chaz uh, analytically um, profiles better when you start playing these top arms down the stretch and into October, hopefully. So um, on that front, it, it, it seems weird because it seems like Chaz is, is Click's guy while Straw was Dusty's guy. And now you have this kid, Jake Myers, who the front office loves and adores. And he's a superstar in the making. He's going to be your center fielder for a long, long time. Uh, we saw him when he actually gets a game of at bats. What he can do, I mean, I think he worked like a twelve pitch walk, and then he had that double, which was his first uh, big league career hit. And it's better better having a four 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 game at bat um, than facing a closer uh, on the road in your first big league um, at bat. So um, shout out to Jake. I think he's gonna be a stud for us, but it does seem a little weird, Brian. Yeah, um, especially with Chandler. Chandler did tweet that out, and I think a lot of people have have said it. And I think I said it from the very beginning. That weird post game, or excuse me, post tread deadline interview, um, where it looked, it really felt like James Click just showed up at the um, the rooms to go lounge and did that interview with with Callis and Blummer uh, to kind of explain why he traded Miles Straw without explaining it, and it was just more about pumping up Chaz and Jake. And then you had the response uh, on the West Coast from Dusty. Uh, we talked about it last episode that it was he didn't say anything out of line or anything that would you know catch the media's attention. But he he said a lot of things without saying a lot of things with his answers. So uh, there, I think there may be a disconnect there, and it, and it's not a good time to have a disconnect when you're uh, only up two and you're about to head down the home stretch. Yeah, and he, here's exactly what Chandler Rome tweeted. He tweeted this out uh, on the eighth. James Click painted Jake Myers' resurgence as a big reason he traded Miles Straw. Myers has been in the big leagues for eight days and not started once. Dusty Baker has given Myers four at-bats, two in the ninth inning with the Astros trailing and facing elite closers. And again, I'm sure that there is a disconnect between general managers and managers all the time in Major League Baseball. I'm not trying to start. I don't think we, you and I, uh, are trying to cause anything. It's just something to watch. It's it's just a little weird because we were doing our live stream on the day of the MLB trade le- trade deadline, and when that news dropped that Miles Straw was traded for Phil Maton, we all thought something else had to be coming. Are the Astros going to try to go get Chris Bryant? Are they going to try to go get you know? Um, uh, I think Starling Marte had already been started. Are they going to go try to get Trevor Story? Who knows? We didn't know what was going on, and nothing else happened. That was like right before before the 3 p.m. Central deadline, and nothing happened. So we all were kind of sitting there like, huh, this doesn't really make sense. And then obviously the news broke that they were going to call up Jake Myers. We're going to see more Chaz McCormick. But it's just, I don't know. It's just uh, just very interesting that you you trade Miles Straw, you bring up Jake Myers, and you don't ha- you haven't given him a start yet. The only reason he came in is because Brantley got hurt. So For sure. it's just something to to watch down the stretch. But I think overall, I mean, usually, you know, we have a lot of substance in our podcast, Des, because the Astros are most of the time winning. But right now, they're not playing well. So I think to sum it up, the sense of urgency has to go up. They've got to, when when guys are on, uh, you've got to have good key at-bats, uh, clutch at-bats, if you will, even if they're early in the game. Move runners. I, I mean, it's just, go back to the basics, man. 
when 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 runners are in scoring position, have a good at bat and, and knock the guys in. Advanced stats, uh, you know, put push those to the side. It's just simple. But people try to make this game so much harder than it already is. Just go back to the basics. When you have, I think one game. God, I wish I had those stats pulled up in front of me. There was a game against the Twins. Maybe it was game two. I think the game they lost in extra innings. Whatever game that was, they yeah, was game two. they left Friday. like twelve guys on. Yeah, that's not gonna do. No, it's, it's not, not gonna, gonna do. It. It. It's just basic baseball. Guys are in scoring position. Guys are on base. Score. Knock those guys in. So, for me, biggest thing, increase the sense of urgency. Right? Like I said earlier, September is going to be right around the corner. It will be here uh, before we know it. Yeah, it was the game they lost in 11 innings. They left 11 guys on. Runners in scoring position, yeah. the team was 2 for 11. Not and you had Not ideal. And you had... You had Jose Altuve, who ended the game with a jack bunt, a do-or-die play, Miguel Sano coming down third base, all 280 pounds of him, had to make a bare hand and rifle it over to get Altuve, and he made a hell of a play and got Altuve. And a lot of people were really upset about that, but I didn't hate it. It was a do-or-die play. It's a literally coin flip, 50-50. Altuve's one for five on the night. He's hitting 272, so if, if you look at it, just... Baseball wise, he has a 30% chance he's going to get a hit, right? Mm-hmm. Why not take the 50 50 odds of a do or die play? Because if he's, if he beats that out, that run scores and we're tied up. Um, and he looks like a hero. And I, and a lot of people obviously frustrated with that decision, frustrated. They thought, they thought Dusty yeah. called a bunt. I was like, no, no way. Who's no one calls that bunt. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's a, that's a ball player being a ball player yeah. in the moment and seeing who's over at third base, his buddy Sano who's 350 pounds. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to put one down. He's not, he's not going to see it coming. If he makes a play, he has to make that play and get me out. It's going to be bang, bang. I know that. And it's a coin flip, a literal coin flip. You take 50-50 odds any day of the week over to 30%. So that uh, was just a baseball game. At the end of the day, that was just a baseball game. Uh, obviously, Luis Garcia on the weekend, though, it keeps keeps spinning the baseball, and he's in a he's going to be – either the rookie of the year or number two behind uh, the other Garcia for the Rangers. So um, he keeps doing good things. We just need to see more from Zach Greinke. Right. Um, I, I think that game where he was up, he was up three, um, 3-0 really early. That was that game we lost in extra innings. He did go six. Obviously, it was three earned runs, three strikeouts. You take that any day of the week from any starter. But it just seemed like it, it got lazy and the the team has been lackadaisical or complacent i don't know yeah that just the, seems it, it seems black yeah right exactly now. exactly that's that literally like I, I was trying to find an adjective to describe what we're seeing right now and there's you know what it feels like it feels like that late sunday afternoon like the sunday scaries hasn't really set in yet right and it's like two or three you're still a little hungover from the night before yeah. and you just feel like shit you didn't eat anything good you, you're hungover you're dehydrated, and it's like, okay, I, I'm very pissed away the day. Like, what do I do? And you just like put on a movie on TNT, yeah. And then once that movie ends, like, oh shit, I got work tomorrow. Yeah. Like that feeling. That's what it felt like watching the Houston Astros. This yeah, you know, it's like that that early fall college football lineup. Yeah, there's not really a good game on the SEC network or on CBS. It's an it's like Arkansas versus Vanderbilt, but you love the the, the broadcasters. You love Vern Lundquist when he was still calling games. With Gary Daniels or, or uh, Brad Brad Nessler now took uh, Vern Lundquist, but you're kind of laying on the couch. It's you know the three o'clock kickoff just you know just uh, kicked off, and 
like you said, you're you're hungover, but you don't know what you want to do, so you're just kind of laying on the couch, right? Ah, just bumming, just bumming, just bumming, right? Yeah, hanging out with your dogs, kicking it, watching a little football, but the game's really not good. But there's nothing else on. You're like, ah, okay, I'll you know screw it, I'll watch it. That's that's a perfect way to describe the Astros right now. And let's let's uh, let's set the record straight here. I know you just kind of hit on it. Dusty Baker didn't call that bunt. Come on yeah. now, let's 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 be real here. You really think that Dusty Baker is that bad of a manager to call a bunt for Jose Altuve with two outs in extra innings? Like like what are we doing here? That's that's a hundred percent Jose Altuve trying to make a play. It's if you're not feeling comfortable throughout the game, you're gonna do whatever you can to try to get on base, and that's what Jose Altuve did. I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. I'm kind of mediocre about it. Uh, if he successfully drops that bunt down, beats it out, Sano boots it, whatever. The game's tied. Uh, you can either go into the twelfth or you can win on a walk off. Dude was trying to make a play, and if there's anybody that's going to be okay with it or th- that gets the the green light to do that, it's Jose Altuve. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. But that wasn't uh, Dusty Baker. That was a hundred percent not Dusty Baker. And then you look at uh, you you were talking about Grinky's outing. So he threw six innings, uh, three earned, three strikeouts, only eighty two pitches. So you look at the box score just. Off of the box score, the Astros were up three to nothing going into the fifth. Uh, Minnesota had two runs, and then going into the sixth is when they tied it. Uh, there were zeros thrown up in the seventh, eighth, and ninth on both sides, and that's where I hit on the Astros left eleven men on base, and actually all eleven of them, yeah, eleven two for eleven with runners in scoring position. When you look at the seventh, eighth, and ninth, and there's zeros thrown up, that's where you see those runners that were left in scoring position or just left on base period that's where you have to have key hits you have to get guys in because six innings of i mean three run ball that's not badass but it's it's good enough to get you a win i think especially with the way that the astros swing it i mean it's just little things like that going into september are going to be huge can you get guys in can you come up with big at bats right you can work counts and, and get guys on, but you, if you can't score them, then there's really it's it's uh it's a fugazi, it's a fugazi, it's 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 out. Fair to us. It's out. It's uh yeah. It's frustrating, I, I man. It's it's frustrating. I don't know the the thing. I mean, it's it's an August series against the Twins. Obviously, you're up six and a half games, and now that leads it down to two. Um, you're still in first place. You still control your destiny. Um, I I think. I think baseball is weird. You have the Rockies actually coming in. I think they've won seven of the last 10. The Astros have lost six of their last 10. And it's just, it's an opportunity for the Astros to go out and get the bats right and, and put it on, put it on, put it on the Rockies and, and hang a crooked number. And I, I don't think we've seen that in a while. I don't think we've hang, we've hung a crooked number in a while. Um, and you expect this office is capable of doing that and we haven't seen it yet. And so I, I think why the guys start getting healthy again, the, the Bregmans are back, the Brantleys are back in the lineup. Um, you're going to be able to see this offense finally at full a hundred percent people wise, not health wise. Everyone's banged up right now. It's August, but at least what you project projected as your opening day roster, you're finally going to get to see that again. So uh, I'm happy to see that. Uh, we're going to be at the game on Wednesday. Uh, me, you, Space Band, Josh Rose, us four, 
just guys being dudes hanging out for that day game excited for that so if you hear this now come meet up come hang out with us have a cold one and uh watch us hang a number because i i, I think we're about to get hot i honestly think i think there's there's 20 games left in august i think we can win 17 of them yeah you should you should you should you should win 17 I mean, you look at I, I said the schedule earlier in this on this podcast on this episode that they have a a very soft spot in the schedule and uh, you know you should win it and you need to win it because if you look at the Oakland A's they're pretty hot they are. as of late and they have well let's see here so I'm looking at their schedule and, and you have every other team that you have this jockey position for for home field advantage yeah and, and the other teams aren't losing no they're and not the White Sox are winning the Rays are winning well, the Red Sox, they're they're losing, but they fell back to the pack. The Yankees are winning. The Blue Jays are winning and fired up. They're back God, home. The, like the Blue Jays are hot too, man. It's George Springer, it's, dude. George Springer yeah, has he's had, yeah, he's got that team fired up, and they've got a bunch of young guys that are going to be fired up anyways. But my God, have you seen what George Springer is doing? Yeah i i tweeted I tweeted that uh, vo- video of him hitting a bomb, and uh, it blew up. Got got more interactions on that tweet than i did all weekend tweeting about the astros so yeah that's how that's how i know how good uh the astros played this weekend yeah so you just you know to sum it up the sense of urgency has got to be there um health is a big is a big thing you've got bregman coming back here pretty quick urquidy and josh james will be right around the corner hopefully michael brantley um is going to be okay they just took him out for precautionary reason i'm sure he had to go through some uh concussion protocols and things like that no word officially on him yet but today was a day off for the astros as we record this on monday so you got the colorado rockies coming into town a quick two-game set but it's just what the doctor ordered if uh for the astros to get back on track that's going to do it for segment one we'll have a quick segment two previewing the Rockies series as des stated uh him myself jostros and spaceman will be at the day game on Wednesday against the Rockies, a 110 start. I don't know if we're going to consume some adult beverages. Um, I will not dox ourselves on where we will be, but we will be in the stadium somewhere. Can't confirm nor deny about the cold beverages. No free ads. I'm not going to say what we're drinking. We may need to just drink water. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? That water might have some vodka in it, but who knows? You should be a fun day. You'll just have to find us there. Segment two, right around the corner here on Beyond the Diamond. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next? Last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Segment two is here on Beyond the Diamond with Apollo Dez. I am Brian Lalima. Follow us on Twitter at blima790 at Apollo Dez one and of course at Apollo H O U. The Astros host the Colorado Rockies on Tuesday and Wednesday. Oda Rizzi gets to start, followed by Framber Valdez. And then the Astros will hit the road to take on the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim for a three-game set. That is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You've got Grinky, Garcia, and Lance McCullers Jr. So, Dez, uh, let's just start right off the bat against the Rockies. It's a two-game set midweek. 
Uh, your guy, Jake Odorizzi, is on the mound on Tuesday. If, if Just my quick thoughts on Jake Odorizzi. I've had Jake Odorizzi's back, so to speak, for a while now. But, dude, if there is ever a time to figure it the fuck out, it's Tuesday evening against the Colorado Rockies. If I'm Jake Odorizzi, I am bringing my absolute best. I mean, the I am pulling it out of my ass. I'm pulling a rabbit out of the hat. I'm going seven strong, and I'm dicing dudes up. I'm tired of of hearing about the, the mechanical issues, the velos down, whatever. Throw all that to the side. Bow your neck and, and toss us a quality start. For the love of baseball, Jake Odorizzi, if there is a time to prove your worth on this team, you need to get the Astros back on track, and you got to have a quality start. I'm off my soapbox. Yeah, he's a bum. Uh, he's a fraud. <laughs> oh, oh I, I'm God. just over it. I'm over it. I'm over. I'm over paying this cat thirty million dollars. I'm over the fact that we can't. He was here to eat innings. He's not eating innings. He. He just got torn up by the Dodgers at home. And I tweeted about it. I was like, does this not feel like Jake Odorizzi is strapped with pieces <laughs> of butcher's meat and he's walking into a den full of lions? Yeah. And by the fourth pitch, Mookie B- Betts put one 575 feet onto the fucking moon against Jake Odorizzi. It just, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. He's here to eat innings, but at this point, we need W's. We're not here to fu- fucking eat innings anymore. No. We should have had that the first half of the season. This is the home stretch. We need W's. Oh, yeah. And if he doesn't figure it out, someone else will. Yeah. Someone else I will. I mean, it, I, I know all that money's get Like, they paid him a fuck ton of money. I get it. Jake Odorizzi said he played like shit. He deserves to get the shit that he's getting. Kudos. I love that. Yeah. I absolutely Own it. fucking love it. Own that. it, right? He's owning it. Absolutely. And he's saying his mechanics aren't there yet. You can't figure it out in August, bro. Dude, like, exactly. I mean, like, like. You either have it or you don't, yeah. and he doesn't have it right now. And they, and I, he's trying to work through it. He's trying to get through it. And I understand as a competitor, as a pro athlete, yeah. he's doing that and he's working through it. And he has to, and he has to. But when do you step in and say enough is enough? Yeah. When do you step in and send him down for a two week stint to get his mechanics back? Is it after he gets shelled by the the Rockies on Tuesday night? Is that where we draw the line? If Jake Odorizzi gets shelled. If Trevor Story hits three bombs off uh, off our guy on the train tracks, like is that where we're gonna cross the line? Is that where we're gonna finally say, okay, maybe maybe we need to send him down to get some work? I don't know. Hopefully he goes out. Hopefully he goes out and throws a gym. He needs to throw a gym not only for his confidence but for the fan base confidence because he's very close of going on my rocket list. And I don't know if you saw the rocket list. Yeah, but he made it. Yeah, I've, he made it. Yeah. He made it. Him. Brooks Raley and uh, Robel Garcia are all on the, the, the one shot, one ticket, one way ticket to the moon. Get them on a rocket and send them off. You know, but man, right now, as a being a bigger man, I will, gave, I will give Jake Odorizzi another chance. I will let him maybe get off that list. So maybe you look at the Jake Odorizzi situation. Obviously, they, they have given him a lot of money. He's had issues, right? Pitch count gets up early. Just, I mean, the simple fact of when he does throw strikes, he gets absolutely shelled. So, will the Astros, let's say, let's say that the Astros decided to bring up Peter Solomon and 
put down Jake Odorizzi, put down, uh, send him down for a couple weeks to get some things figured out. Do you think the Astros would even do that because of the monetary I aspect? Don't so. I don't think so, right? No. They wouldn't do it. I think. So what do you do? A, what do you do? Do you put front office? Do you throw him in the bullpen? Fucked up. Do you throw him in the bullpen? Is he going to make the playoff roster? No. Make the playoffs a- as of right now? Absolutely not. Why would you? Yeah. Jose Urquidy can't come back fast enough. Yeah. And it still looks like September. So, I mean, what do the Astros do with Jake Odorizzi? Tomorrow, on Tuesday, Tuesday night, this is a this is the most important start for Jake Odorizzi. This is 100% the most important start, uh, I wouldn't say of his career, but, uh, but uh, with the Astros. In his Astros career, Tuesday evening is the biggest start for Jake Odorizzi. You have got to figure it out, son. You have got to figure it out. I understand that you're going through some issues. Just like De- just like you said, Des, from a competitor standpoint, that shit would frustrate the hell out of me. I even... 100%. I mean, you and I both play competitive softball. If you're going one for four, that shit's going to frustrate you. Imagine being Jake Odorizzi, knowing he makes as much as he does, and he cannot figure it out at the big league level. Could you imagine the sense of urgency he probably feels? But still, at the end of the day, you either have it or you don't. You either figure it out or you don't. And that leaves the Astros in a really shitty position. So Yeah, and I think I think the the big underlying thing of I I'm actually done shitting on Jake O'Dersey is that he knows what he knows what's wrong. He knows it's the mechanics. So now it's just tweaking what he needs to find wrong. And only he knows that and only Strami knows that. And the front office and the analytics team and I think there's no better place to be uh, as a pitcher with uh, some messed up mechanics than the Houston Astros. Yeah. So it, it could honestly be a, a light switch and he can, he could literally play these words on the, throughout the freaking locker room because we could be shitting on him right now. And he finds that light switch and he just goes on a tear and he carries us in August, August and September. Um, that's best case scenario. Obviously it starts tomorrow night. Uh, it starts with his matchup against the Rockies that are playing actually pretty good baseball. So he needs to keep the ball down. Hey, Jake Odorizzi, I know you're not going to listen to it, but do not throw four-seam fastballs to Trevor Story tomorrow night because he's going to put him in the Crawford boxes. He's going to hurt someone. He's literally going to hurt someone in the stands if you throw him a four-seam fastball. Please do not throw one to him. Everyone else go attack. Yeah, and when you look at Jake Odorizzi over the last couple of seasons, he does exactly what we talked about. He eats innings. 2014 through 2019. He hasn't thrown less than 142 innings. He threw 143 and one-third innings in 2017. He's got a career ERA just below four. Uh, he's thrown, let's see, 1,100 innings in his big league career in 10 years. So, I mean, he eats innings. But, dude, I, I, oh, man, it's just frustrating. And man, here, here's my question for you and the listeners. Do you really think that I look like Jake Odorizzi? You kind of do. Kind of? You kind of do. I'm not going to lie to you. I, yeah. I'm, not here, I'm not here to uh, blow smoke up your ass. You, you kind of look like, I, like, I, look like brothers. I, I kind of see it. I kind of don't. We both, he, he, he wears 17 for the Astros. I wore 17 in college. <laughs> I don't know. I've, dude, I mean, maybe you're our Odorizzi, dude. I don't know. Okay, so you're saying I'm fucking mediocre? 
<laughs> no, I'm not just saying that. Shit I'm just me? saying you're our Oda Rizzi lookalike. You heard it here first. I'm beyond you're the diamond. You're our lookalike. Be Lima like, Apollo is mediocre. I'm saying maybe you should go as him for Halloween. I'm, I'm just maybe you guys are brothers. Look, I don't know. When we have our Apollo H O U Halloween party, hopefully the Astros are playing in the World Series. I'm showing up as either Stone Cold Steve Austin or The Rock. You're such a tryhard. What the fuck is wrong with that? Whatever. Like, come get creative. One time in your life. What would you suggest? Just get creative. I'm not gonna suggest something for you. Like. You got to know within yourself to be creative on 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 uh, Halloween. Like for instance, we had a uh, Olympics watch party for opening ceremonies. Guess what I came dressed as in a fucking toga because that's what I did. That's how my brain thinks. I said, you know what? Everyone's gonna be Team USA, Team Mexico. That's the low hanging fruit. I'm going to the origins of the Olympics, and I dressed up in a oh, toga. Did did you? That's what I. That's how I think. Did you have on the the matching sandals? Uh, no, I actually had my uh, blue Adidas and a blue headband, so it was like a modern... Uh, a uh, modern toga. A outfit. modern toga, okay. yeah, it was. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll send you a photo. And when was this? For the opening ceremonies for the Olympics, so like three weeks ago. Y'all had a watch party? Yeah, a couple of buddies did. Oh, okay, so not an actual Apollo watch party. No, 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 no. no, no. Okay, because I was going to say, man, I, I, I do have T-Mobile, so sometimes my service is pretty shitty. <laughs> Here um, we go. Was, hello? Here we is go. Is this thing on? Unbelievable. I don't, I don't think it is. Alright, quick prediction. I know we said we were going to talk about the Rockies and the Angels, but let's just go for the Rockies series. Quick two-game set. What are we thinking? Framber Valdez uh, is pitching game two. Odorizzi, obviously we talked. Odorizzi's got a big one. We're running out of time here. Uh, Odorizzi, Framber Valdez. Against, uh, I just had it here. Let's see. Against- I, I'm going to say we get swept. I'm going to say we get swept because um, it, it works when I say that. <laughs> so I'm going to say we get swept. I, I, I think they're going to take two from the Rockies. They have to. You got to get back on the right track. Yeah. That's it. I want blood. I want literal, literal blood yeah. from the Rockies. And then they go uh, to Los Angeles. Uh, Anthony Rendon is out for the rest of the season. Mike Trout is still uh, injured. And then Shohei Otani is still doing Shohei Otani things. So the Angels are pretty much down bad. So uh, we'll talk about that next episode. But uh, that's that's going to do it. Uh, quick episode this week for Beyond the Diamond. Des, you got anything uh, before we get out of here? No, we just need to play better. Yep. We need to uh, wake up a sense of urgency and uh, get to work. And again, if you are listening to this and you will be going to the day game on Wednesday, Dez, Spaceman, Jostros, and B. Lima Apollo are going to be at the game. I'm sure we're going to tweet out some content. So uh, if you're at the game, come have uh, a glass of water with us or an adult beverage of your choosing. Uh, We will be there. But that's going to do it for another episode of Beyond the Diamond. Thank you for listening. We will be back here in a couple days to discuss the Los Angeles Angels series. Uh, Astros taking on the Rockies Tuesday and Wednesday, hoping for uh, a couple of W's at Minute Maid Park. Thank you for listening. Until next time. That's it. You don't want it? You don't want it? No. Nope. Love you guys. There it is. Thanks for listening. Beyond the Diamond on the Apollo Podcast Network. Follow us on Twitter at BLIMA790, at Apollo Des1, and of course at Apollo HOU. We'll talk to you later here on Beyond the Diamond Podcast. Here's a ground ball right side, could do it.
Uh, <laughs> you want to get tanked? I'll get tanked. You want to get oh, tanked? Oh, you weren't get you weren't getting tanked? You want to party, bro? I mean, wait, you want to party? Hey, we, we can party. We haven't said do you want to party? So I mean, do you want to party? Absolutely, I want to party. Yeah, I would love to party. I mean, if you're down, I mean, if you want to party, I'll party. I'll party. Okay. Well, it looks like we're gonna party. <laughs>